Okay, welcome to episode 16. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Listen, we've got a big, big episode. Lots of information to cover here tonight. Uh, it's March 30th, 2022, here at 2109 p.m. For those of you who know military time, over here in Arizona Mountain Time. We're going to be covering a lot of stuff. Um, the gay agenda. I'm calling it the children agenda. Uh, we're going to be covering also some Russia news, some oil, how that transitions into the Great Reset War. Uh, we're also going to be covering some, uh, some COVID updates. And also um, some 2030 agenda. So we got a lot to cover. Strap in. It's going to be a long episode. Now, before we really get dive in deep into the gay agenda, I call it the children agenda. Um, all of this is really stemming from the bill that DeSantis. Governor DeSantis of Florida signed into law. It is called the Parental Rights on in Education Act. So he signed that into law. Just uh, I believe it was just yesterday. Um, a lot of people have been saying it's the "Don't Say Gay" bill. So either one, if you say it's the "Don't Say Gay" bill, you either you're ignorant and you watch CNN and you believe whatever they tell you to believe and you don't do any research yourself. Cause if you did do research, you would understand that it has nothing about gay or you can't say gay or whatever in classrooms or you can't be gay in classrooms. There's nothing about that. And if you continue to say, don't say gay bill, and you've done the research, you know what's in there, then you're purposely spreading the gay agenda because you're a pedophile. What it says is, if you actually read the bill, but most liberals are illiterate, so they can't read anyway. Um, it is... Basically, from ages, I believe, 3 to 11. Basically, anyone from preschool to all the way into kindergarten. Um, you, a, The teacher, the school, can't basically teach those children of those ages what uh, basically sex, sex education. Or they can't read them books about sucking dick and and having drag queen story time without parental consent. I don't care who you are. You, you shouldn't be, no preschooler or kindergartner should be learning about sex ed. Save that shit for middle school and even high school. But we're going to really uh, dive deep into it because it's, it's, it's just more than a bill, you know? It's really, it's an attack on the children and 
because they know that at some point adults, most adults, have their own way of thinking. They have an option of doing research. Uh, it's harder to brainwash an adult than it is a child, which is why they're going after the children. Much like Disney, but we're going. We're, we'll be. We'll get to Disney in a little bit. Um, but first, this is about four, about four minutes long. Um, if you think I was lying about the gay agenda, this one you may have caught it last year. It was about August of last year. Uh, it's a, some San Francisco choir that came out. And literally had a whole song about the gay agenda. And that they're coming after your children. So we're going to play that. And then um, we'll get back into the episode. As we celebrate pride on the progress we've made over these past years, there's still work to be done. So to those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you. You think we're sinful, you fight against our rights, you say we all lead lives you can't respect, but you're just frightened, you think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked, funny, just this once, you're correct, we'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep him from disco, warn about San Francisco, make him wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children, we'll make them tolerant and fair. At first, I didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your children into accepting, caring people, but I see now why you have a problem with that. Just like you worried, they'll change their group of friends. You won't approve of where they go at night to protest. Oh, and you'll be disgusted so when they start finding things online that you've kept far from their sight. Like information. Guess what? You'll still be alright. We'll convert your children. Yes, we will. Reaching one and all, there's really no escaping it. Cause even Grandma likes RuPaul. And the world's getting kinder. Gen Z's gayer than Grinder. Learn to love, learn to vogue, face your fate. Convert your children. Someone's gotta teach them not to hate. We're coming for them. We're coming for your children. Start converting you. The gay agenda. 
Some clips from InfoWars, Alex Jones. Uh, the first one is uh, Alex Jones on pedophiles. It's about 2 minutes, 36 seconds. And then right after that, you'll hear another segment from him um, talking about the Disney gay agenda. That one's about 3 minutes and 30 seconds. So after those clips, we're going to get into... Um, Basically, some teen suicides, hospitals asking men if they're pregnant, um, and then West Hollywood's plan to uh, pay gay people. But if we don't stand up for the children, then God will allow evil to tear us into pieces. And the hedge of protection will be lifted, and we will be torn limb from limb and the poor little children with the mask and the poison shots coming after them and all the pedophile pedophile training to totally confuse their minds and screw them up for life with their instructors telling them they're another sex and their instructors telling them how to shove things in their rear ends when they're five years old. I mean, this is just unspeakable locking schools down right here where I live a couple of miles from our studios, locking elementary students in saying parents can't come in behind fences and, and saying we're teaching the children how to rebel against their parents when they tell them not to be gay. Five-year-olds, you're gay. Your mommy's mean. She won't let you be who you are. What? I am? Yes. Don't you like other boys? Well, yeah, I like boys. Boys like boys to play with boys. Girls like girls. And so, well, you're gay. You're a lesbian. You're a transgender. And then, I mean, this is the most horrible, open, satanic abuse you could imagine. And it are just getting started. And once they start having sex with the kids and the children are having sex with each other, once all that's going on, once all that's happening, once all that's unfolding, then the institutions will start covering up the adult child sex and the child on child sex and all the perverted criminal activities, just like Boy Scouts, just like Penn State, just like all the major orphanages that have been busted in state run systems worldwide, just like 
state-run systems in Germany caught tens of thousands of children per city for decades. Just like what you saw in the Vatican, this is a plan, this is a program, this is a operation, and that's why they hate anyone that exposes this the most, and it's why they attack me, and it's why they try to shut us down, and it's why they sue us, because at the top, and even at the middle levels, the people doing this are agents of this bare minimum. So when you see my enemies, and you see them, and you see what they do, you know, and you can just look at them and see it anyways, and then study their politics, they're all behind this, that these are pedophiles that want the energy and future and souls of children. And I am blessed to be attacked by the scum of the earth and to be standing against these pedophiles, and so are you. So I want to thank you all for joining us and all you do, but I'll give you the big story. Joining us here to discuss and talk about the nightmare developments of the coming out of Disney and the coming out of the Democrats. Let's have these two characters kiss. Let's, in the background, this, like I was just... Wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to, like, the, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of But, like, I, I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me. I'm, I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually. Um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child. Um, and, and also as a leader. Um, and that was the thing that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations. And um, I feel a responsibility to speak, um, not just for myself, but for them. Uh, the, the more centered a story is on a character, the more nuanced you get to get into their story. And especially with like trans characters, you can't see if someone is trans. There's not one way to look trans. And so kind of the only way to have these like canonical trans characters, canonical asexual characters, canonical bisexual characters is to give them stories where they can like be their whole selves. My kids do have questions. They wanna know who the, uh, my partner is in pictures yeah. outside of my classroom. And I should be able to speak to that. So, so do you worry that you won't even be able to talk about your own personal home life? I mean, I, I have a child in kindergarten right now. I know exactly that my, my child has two teachers, one of which has a daughter at home um, and is single. The other is married and has four children. I, I know everything about their lives because my kid tells me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are 100% correct. Um, that's what we do as educators. We build relationships with our kids. And in order to build relationships, you talk about your home life. You talk about what you do on the weekends. That's building community. I It scares me to death that I am not going to be able to have these conversations with my children because they're going to ask me what I did on the weekend. I don't want to have to hide that my partner and I went paddleboarding this weekend because then they ask, well, what does partner mean, Mr. Bernard? And, you know, I, I'm worried. Can I tell them what it means? I'm also worried for my kids. I have a little girl this year who has two moms and the kids are curious about her two moms. They want to know about her two moms. You know, if they come to if they go to her and ask her about her two moms and she doesn't know what to say, they're going to come to me and ask me. MSNBC hosts and others saying we need to tell kindergartners about our love life with other People, I don't care if it's heterosexual or homosexual, they shouldn't do it. I've got Disney execs saying they're trying to erase us. DeSantis is trying to criminalize us. When you all, I've got the bill. They just said, don't tell people first grade uh, through you know, the time they're eight years old or whatever about sex and about and, and their identity and all this. This is incredible. So looking at this and, and, and the world awakening to it, but I love Trump, but I got to tell you, DeSantis coming out 
and, and being like MTG and saying, I don't care what Hollywood or the media says. You don't run our state. You don't run us. Go to hell. We're going to protect our children. The fact that he's not intimidated is, is an example to us all, just as Marjorie Taylor Greene has been. So we salute the great congresswoman from Georgia to talk about this. It's good to see you there. So we've got a California mom. Uh, there's an article basically where she's blaming the LGBTQ uh, teaching or coaching, I guess, for brainwashing of her teenager who uh, committed suicide after she uh, transitioned into a boy. Uh, but there's a lot of photos of her hugging the teenager who turned into a boy, all this other stuff. It's like, I mean, it's a little too late to blame the LGBTQ, you know, teachings, the coachings. It's a little too late. I mean, these pedophiles, these demons, uh, the New World Order demons here, they got, to me, they, they got her son, or her son, Jesus. Um, they got her daughter who transformed into a boy. Um, it's, yeah, it's a little too late because they, they, they got what they wanted. I mean, ultimately, that's what they want. They want your mind... And they want your soul. And then and they and they got it by her committing suicide. Hospitals are asking men if they are this is coming from the Daily Mail. Hospitals asking men if they are pregnant before health scans and or cancer treatments. So just getting you used to again normalizing the madness. From Epoch Times, I'm going to read right off of this article. Uh, West Hollywood's bizarre plan to pay if you're gay. Um, the L.A. County voters in 2017 resoundingly approved Measure H, a landmark quarter percent increase to the county sales tax to address homelessness. Um, when one hears of what the city of West Hollywood is doing with their share of funds. Oh, it has not worked. Homelessness, homelessness has become dramatically worse. When one hears what the city of West Hollywood is doing with their share of the funds, it's easy to see why. The city is in the process of selecting, by lottery, 25 residents to receive $1,000 per month. It's called the West Hollywood Pilot for Guaranteed Income. But you do not need to be homeless to enter the lottery. You don't even have to be a citizen. What you must be is lesbian or gay or bisexual, transgender or queer or intersex or asexual, a.k.a. LGBTQIA. Straight people, regardless of whether you're homeless or how destitute you may need or you may be, need not to apply. According to the city, the purpose of the program is to determine the effectiveness of guaranteed income on participants' economic security, uh, housing, stability, physical health, and mental health. 
and to contribute data to the Center for Guaranteed Income Research and the Mayors for a Guaranteed Income to help determine the collective impact of guaranteed income on the uh, LGBTQIA. What the? What is the IA? I guess that's intersecting. I mean, they just keep fucking adding on let, more letters. Um, yeah, there's a whole more. The only other requirements to qualify for the lottery are that you are at least 50 years of age and earn less than 41400 as an individual or up to 63850 for a household of five. It is yet another government program that incentivizes people to work less or not at all. Exactly. Um, listen, it's, it's, it's just another way, like what we'll get into later on in the episode. It's just another way to make people reliant on the government. And we'll get to that later in the episode, uh, you know, with the gas stimulus checks and all this other crap. But you saw it with, I mean, you saw it obviously before COVID, before they had the COVID stimulus checks, right? Stay home, we'll pay you. Here's COVID unemployment. Um, I know they're trying to re-up COVID payment again. Uh, you know, hey, why don't you just work from home? Uh, even before that, welfare was out of control. I mean, food stamps. I know with welfare, if you're a, a single mother, you get more in welfare if you don't have a father or a man in, in the household. Again, forcing you to be reliant on the government for their handouts. Forcing you to not be independent. And then, obviously, you had the COVID stuff, but I mean, like... It's... Listen, I, I've been on food stamps before. The point of welfare, the point of food stamps, EBT card, what do you want to call it, is when you're in a dire situation, a really a shit situation, life, is, life really fucked you, that program is supposed to be there to lift you up a little bit to get to keep you on your feet enough for you to become independent, get a better job or a job in general, um, you know, basically to get you back on your feet and get you going again. It's not supposed to be something you live off of, but that's what the government has created. They've created these very low ex, these low standards um, to where people can just live off welfare live off of, you know, uh, food stamps. And now, you know, basically live off of COVID unemployment. Live, and now, you you know, you, you, as I said, we're going to talk about it later on, the, the gas checks coming in. Uh, we'll have G Gavin Newsom talking about that on here. And now you've got a pilot program in West Hollywood to for gay people uh, to give them a thousand dollars a month guaranteed income. I mean, again, it's, it's 
Don't do anything. Sit at home all day. Be useless. And we'll take care of it. Just like any socialist country like Venezuela. Um, I mean, you know, how, how does that work out? Cuba, how, how is that working out for them? Yeah, it's not working out well for them at all. They're broke. It's literally you have the elites and then you have not just poor people, you have extreme poverty. That's what a socialist country is. Now, continuing on here, I was actually doing a little bit more research into this and and, uh, these pedophiles, and I came across a drag queen story time or the drag queen story hour. As they, as some of them call it, and I was reading off of a website, and I got this, you know, this Instagram. They had a whole Instagram page on it, and a lot of these photos and posts. If you look on it, it's listen. I'm not saying that these people are, are demons, and like I know 100% they're demons, and, and that some of these people are are witches. But if I were to produce a, 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 a Halloween movie, right, of witches and demons, I wouldn't need to dress them up as witches or demons, like horns and broomsticks, none of that. Just show up as a transgender. Some of these people are so hideous, so creepy, uh, you would you think you're watching a horror movie. Uh, we're going to play, well, there's also, before we play the clip of this, just a, it's just a, uh, 43 second clip of a drag queen, uh, talking madness. Uh, but there's a post of a little, it's called a, on the Instagram page, it's called little gay shop, the queer market place. And, you know, there's a link to to that. There's a separate page. So I clicked on that. And there's all kinds of books. Like, for one example, there's a book. The, it's called The Hips on the Drag Queen Go Swish, Swish, Swish. And it's like, <laughs> it's all this glitter on it. And it's basically four dudes in dresses. And this is what they read to children. Now, we'll get into a huge article that I read. <coughs> a huge article that I read that explains this madness uh, from the liberal side, of course, uh, that explains the madness and how they think that it's not a big deal. So, but let's play the clip real quick. Okay. And then uh, we're going to get into some of these, um, what some notes that I took on. Uh, what I saw on the website uh, and the in the Wall Street Journal post, um, it's a it's an opinion, uh, basically it's an opinion post from Wall Street Journal. Um, some journalists went to a uh, a drag queen story hour and, and kind of wrote what she what she saw in her opinion. So we'll discuss that right after this clip. Hi, everybody. 
everybody, it's Little Miss Potluck from Drag Queen Story Hour, and I'm just here to wish you all a happy spring. I know it's been a rough year, but I think that we can finally see some sparkles and sunshine on the horizon, and I hope that everyone is staying safe and healthy and keeping your spirits up. We here at Drag Queen Story Hour are here to keep you educated and entertained as always, so be sure to check out our website or our social media channels to find our next Drag Queen Story Hour events from our HQ or from a chapter near you. We'll see you very soon. Okay. So, as I said, I went on the scoured through reluctantly through the uh, Drag Queen Storytime website that they have. I'm sure it's one of many that they have. Um, but again, they call it a Drag Queen Story Hour. D-Q-S-H. Um, basically, it's a children's offense first started in 2015 by author and activist uh, Michelle T., in San Francisco, of course, it would start in San Francisco, uh, with goals to inspire and love. Oh, I'm sorry, with goals to inspire a love of reading, while teaching deeper lessons on diversity, self-love, and appreciation of others. The events are geared toward children three to eleven. Well, gee, look at that. That's exactly what the bill for DeSantis said. He's He's uh, preventing. There's a reason why these people are going after children three to eleven people. Because right before majority, like right before they hit puberty, and they want to get them, get into their minds, get into into their little souls before they hit puberty and really fuck them up. Uh, it's dragqueenstoryhour.org. There's links to Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, you can find uh, events on there. Um, I was actually, I haven't even looked at it yet. I was actually even thinking once I start like a YouTube thing, maybe I'll even do it on Instagram, a live Instagram, of attending some of these events. I'm looking into that, uh, attending some, I mean, I don't know how many of them are in Arizona. Uh, maybe I'll take one big trip to go to California. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I was thinking about attending some of these events um, just to really take notes on it and, and video it and then, you know, really get a firsthand experience of of really just, just the madness and what these demons sound and look like up close. Uh, anyways, um, also on the website, it says, uh, quote, in spaces like this, kids are able to see people who defy rigid gender restrictions and imagine a world where people can present as they wish, uh, where dress up is real. End quote. Now, so you get like a whole, basically a pedophile website. Um, now, there's an, uh, as I said before, there's an article from the Wall Street Journal opinion piece by uh, Charlotte Allen. Uh, this was back in October 9th of 2019. Uh, but I felt this was pretty, I mean, this is, this is crazy. 
So uh, this is a long article. I took lots of notes on it. So let's let's dive in this together. Uh, the title: What I saw at Drag Queen Story Hour. Children stared, squirmed, or toddled off, but their parents were enthralled with Venus Valhalla. That's the subtitle. Quote, critics typically religious organizations have complained about drag queens showing up in tight dresses. Do these events really corrupt children at taxpayer expense? Suggested storybook titles for the children were My Princess Boy, William's Doll, and Julian is a Mermaid. So right off the bat, uh, one, obviously, they're attacking uh, Christians. Uh, I mean, I'm listen, it's I'm not religious, but I can even I even know that there's an attack on Christians. And why is there an attack on Christians? Because most Christians um, they don't like the LGBTQT, whatever the fuck it is. Um, community, they majority of them believe in family, mother and father. Uh, majority of them are, are patriots and, and believe in freedom. So, and, and right now, what's and what majority believe in free speech? What so all that's being attacked. So, of course, you have to attack also the Christians. Um, but don't attack the Muslims, though, even though Muslims um, hate and kill. Um, Gay people. But you can't attack Muslims, though, because they're a minority. Don't forget that. Uh, but again, yeah, most of these books that they're reading, they're not just books, okay? It's not like they're... Again, I'll read all the books again. My Princess Boy, William's Doll, and Julian is a Mermaid. These books aren't... Uh, you know, they're not reading uh, you know, the, the, the legacy of Tom Brady here. They're not reading how to be a Marine or something or knife fighting. I don't fucking know. They're not reading a history book here. These they're reading these books that are reviewed and, 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 um, and signed off by the, by the school district, mind you, these books are picked on purpose to warp the children's mind. Continuing on with the article, there was nothing off color about either her dress or her performance. Mr. Havranik, who's Venus of Valhalla, that's his name, Mr. Havranik, and it's his um, female name is, is Venus Valhalla. Uh, Mr. Havranik never touched a child that I could see. And kids who had their pictures taken with Venus afterward stayed in their mother's arms. Oh, okay. So, again, kind of gaslighting here. It's, look, see, they're okay. They weren't touching the kids. They weren't, like, kissing them or doing anything inappropriate with them. And, and look, see, look, they're even with their parents. And the whole time they stay in their mother's arms, safe and sound. See, so it's all good. It's okay. 
just kind of more the brainwashing, the, the warping of the mind. One of the books supplied by the Drag Queen Story Hour in consultation with a district children's librarian uh, had won an, an American Library Association Rainbow Award. The book was called Worm Loves Worm. Again, another book purposely picked out. Who gives a fuck what fucking Rainbow Award it, it won? I don't care if it won the Jesus Award. Who cares? This book was picked on purpose to warp the children's mind. The adults... So, so now here we go. It's going to talk more about, oh, well, the adults loved it, so you should be okay with it because the adults loved it. The adults loved the Drag Queen Story Hour. They laughed at Venus's jokes, and they sang the children's songs along with her, rolling their hands and shaking their fingers, hokey-pokey style, as she did. When she stuck out her tongue during a ditty about a frog, so did the mothers and the fathers. It was the children who didn't react at all. They either stared transfixed at Venus, squirmed relentlessly, or sorry, squirmed restlessly, or crawled and toddled off to find their own entertainments. Uh, gee, I mean, you're talking about anyone from three toddlers to, to people obviously to 11 years old. Like, I mean, very, very young children. So, one, this. They're transfixed. They're transfixed at Venus because they're like, "Who? What the fuck am I looking at?" Even a kid knows something's wrong. And they're looking like, "What? One? What the fuck am I looking at?" Um, most kids don't give a shit about somebody other than their parents reading to them. Okay. Uh, so yeah, of course they go off and find their own entertainment. They're fucking kids. They don't want to. They don't want to hear story time from a fucking demon, pedophile. Continuing with the article, after the reading, a mother brought her little daughter up to meet Venus, who offered to let the the girl try on one of the massive rhinestone bracelets she wore on both wrists. The mother, delighted, slipped on the bracelet on her own wrist. She should have slit her own fucking wrist too. Or she was at it. The little girl shrank back, and turned her head away. So, I mean, one, the little girl was, I mean, that's she's smarter than her fucking mother, but I'm sure she'll get fucking brainwashed as she gets older. Um, but again, you know, these children know when something's wrong. And that little girl shrank and backed and turned her head away because she knew, hey, this isn't, I'm, I don't know what this is, what I'm looking at, but it's not human. And so she turned back into her mother for help. Little does she know that her mother's probably not fucking human either. Um, she's completely brainwashed and she's probably not going to see her mother about five, ten years anyway because she's going to die from uh, from cancer because she probably took the cancer, the, uh, the vaccine. Now, continuing on with the article, I couldn't tell what was going on inside those small heads. Perhaps they were shy or bored. 
Yeah, that's what it is. Perhaps some of the of them were too young. Or perhaps Venus and her six-inch... Oh, here we go. Hold on, let, me, let me read that again. This is good. Uh, perhaps some of them... It's just some of the shit's just... It's so fucking maddening, it's funny. Perhaps some of them were too young. Or perhaps Venus and her six-inch eyelashes terrified them. Heavy stage makeup can look flattering under stage lights. But in ordinary indoor daylight, the effect can be more Medusa than goddess of love. Spiked heels and glitter viewed up close might seem scary to a small child whose mother's fashion inspirations are a new balance and Lululemon. Uh, adults these days crave kid stuff. Coloring books, Legos, and cookie dough. I mean, how the fuck do you break that down? You like how it's, again, it's just gaslighting. It's just mind warping. It's, hey, it's not the six inch eyelashes that this dude's fuck, that this grown ass man, this pedophile's wearing. It's not the makeup that's caked onto this fucking pedophile's face. No. That looks okay under stage lights. It's just it's just the lighting effect. That's what it is. It's just the lighting that's just changing the look into more of a Medusa look. See, but but by them picking Medusa, see, because Medusa is like a goddess as well, but she's more of like um more of an evil goddess, right? Um almost like they're a forbidden goddess that you can't look at. So it's, it's again, it's, it's, Hey, it's still a goddess, you know, but it's Medusa, right? More than a goddess of love as, as what they want you, uh, as what they're trying to portray these pedophiles as, uh, spiked heels, glitter viewed up close might seem scary to a small child. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I mean, maybe spiked heels. I mean, what are you at a fucking um, uh, metal concert? Glitter. Kids love glitter. They just don't like glitter on pedophile aliens. Um, and, I'll, and you like how it's it's they make fun of. Finally, they make fun of the of the mother. Okay, who if 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 you don't agree with this um, with the fashion of the pedophile, then. The uh, it's because your fashion inspirations suck. I don't know what fucking I don't know what Lulu Lulu Lemon. I don't know what that is. Obviously, it's some kind of female fashion. Um, clearly, it's this uh, author doesn't think highly of that brand uh, or trend or whatever you want to call it. Um, but also, I like how they threw in New Balance. Uh, it's like. So basically, if you don't agree with the fashion of these pedophiles, then you're some fucking loser who wears New Balance. You see, do you see the gaslighting there? Uh, adults these days crave kid stuff. Like when you say adults these days crave kid stuff, I'm thinking, you know, maybe like a movie, 
some like Cartoon Network, you know, like, oh man, Hey Arnold or Doug or Ren and Stimpy, you know, so, something like that you watched as a kid. Not fucking coloring. I don't crave coloring books. I don't go to, I mean, I don't go to Denny's anymore anyway. That's just disgusting. But if I were to go to any place like Denny's or whatever that, that, that provides coloring books, I don't go, oh my God, I'm craving coloring books. I want to f- and sit there as a grown-ass man and, and, and color a, a fucking book with crayons. But see, they want you to, 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 to engrave that in your mind. that Oh, you know what? Oh, okay, I mean, it's okay, I guess. You know, maybe the next time I am at a restaurant, I'll try a fucking coloring book. Because that's what I crave, right? Oh, Legos. Most adults hate putting together Legos. Why the fuck would they even... They hate Legoland. Cookie dough. You I mean you don't have to be a kid to enjoy cookie dough? Cookie dough is amazing, adult or fucking kid. But anyways, I'm I'm, I'm ranting here. Uh, continuing on to the the final article before we uh, play the uh, to some of the DeSantis clips and we talk about the sex trafficking rings in Disney. Um, that we all know goes that we all know happens. Um, there is an article uh, in Indi- uh, from Independent, pretty much an Oscar article. Uh, article, I'm sorry, article about the Oscars. Fumbling around with my words. Um, at the Oscars, pretty much that whole thing is controlled by liberals, right? It's just a big liberal show. It's a huge act. Uh, and at the Oscars, this was, I think this was literally like the day after the bill got signed and the uh, Florida's don't say gay bill was the target of, of, of the jokes. Uh, Wanda Sykes, I recognize her when I saw her, I guess she's some full blown lesbian. I don't fucking care. Um, but she said, Quote, we're going to have a great night. And for you people in Florida, we're going to have a gay night. As if, as if what a dumb bitch. As if everyone in Florida is anti-gay. Like the bill's not, for one, the bill's again, for the hundredth time, the bill's not anti-gay. It's anti-pedophile. That's what it is. It should say, don't say pedophile bill. But, yeah, uh, okay, Florida's anti-gay. Cool, whatever you say, Wanda. Uh, She and fellow host Amy Schumer, oh, God, Amy Schumer, uh, the one that, oh, the same Amy Schumer that jokes around about her only jokes that she has is that she's a fat fucking cow who can't stop eating and – and then talks about how much her fucking vagina smells. Yeah, okay. Now I'm going to take anything Amy Schumer, the one who steals fucking jokes, seriously. She and fellow host Amy Schumer and Regina Hall, I don't know who Regina Hall is, um, then repeated the word gay multiple times as the as the crowd of celebrities applauded. Regina Hall said, this year we saw a frightening display of how toxic masculinity turns into 
cruelty towards women and children. Okay. That's what it is. Toxic masculinity. Of how toxic masculinity turns into cruelty towards women and children. Not the pedophiles that are bouncing your little kids on their hard-ons as they read um, Worm Loves Worm. No, not that. That's not cruelty. Um, it's not cruelty that the drag queens who do the story times, multiple articles, by the way, uh, of, of, of them being uh, found to be actual pedophiles with children pornography and being arrested. That's not cruelty. Uh, or the, how about the, um, if you want to talk about cruelty towards women, um, I don't know how, don't say gay bill is, is, I don't know how gay is cruel to, to, towards women, whatever. That's liberal logic, not common sense. Uh, toxic masculinity is cruelty towards women, but having a man transition into a woman and then go from 462nd in the men's league in, in college swimming of what he was ranked, go to immediately number one ranked in women's swimming and steal the, um, steal a trophy from a, from a woman, from an actual woman. That's not cruelty. I don't understand it personally, but then again, I'm not a fucking liberal. So these liberals live on a completely different planet than what normal people live on. You see? I was, let's continue before I get on another fucking rant here. Now, let's finish this up with talks of uh, the DeSantis on Hollywood. We'll play that, and then we'll get into the segment two. So before we play each clip, both these clips are about 30, 35 seconds. One's all with DeSantis on Hollywood. He uh, basically calls out Hollywood because he heard on the Oscars that they were making fun of his bill. Um, he calls out Hollywood, basically saying, like, Harvey, he's going to wear that as a badge of honor. The same, it's funny because, it, like, he says it too. The same people who glorified Harvey Weinstein. And just like F. Jeffrey Epstein, they all knew he was a pedophile. They all fucking knew. And they all worshipped him anyway. And so it's like all of a sudden, oh, these people are... It's Here's the thing. How can I explain this? It's not... That they that they care about the so-called "don't say gay" bill. It's not that they care about teachers not being able to, I guess, have the freedom to tell your child without knowing that they should suck cock. It's not that. It's them wanting to control your children. 
it's them wanting pedophiles to rape your children. That's what it is. So when these elites talk about, oh, don't say gay bill, what they're really saying is, we want to rape your children. Why are you stopping this? Okay, it's the same thing with Disneyland. Disneyland loves pedophiles. Disneyland is the land of pedophiles. A lot of their movies are pedophilish. I don't know if that's a word. If, if it's not, I just fucking made it up. Good for me. But in that clip too, DeSantis calls out Disneyland. And um, before we play that clip, <laughs> um, I mean, I just pulled up randomly two articles. Like the first two that showed up on Google. I really could have done a deep dive into these fucking articles and brought up oh, easily over 50. Easy. But I don't want the whole show to be... I could. I could do... I, I, fuck it. Maybe I will. I can do a whole fucking episode on on Disney and pedophiles. Maybe that's what the next one will be. But here we got, on August 4th, 2021, again, a random one that I pulled up, the first page of Google, Disney World employees among 17 people arrested in Florida child predator sting. Recently, March 17th, 2022, Disney employees among those arrested in Florida, human trafficking operation. And there's many more articles in Disney uh, land also in, uh, in California. So it's just on and on and on and on. That's what they want. And we have DeSantis. See, he's the true leader. He is the true leader. This is why I said I want Trump to run again. Because DeSantis is the leader that we need. I didn't see Trump doing any of this shit. Not saying Trump's a pedophile or anything like that. doesn't care. But I didn't see Trump doing any of this shit. DeSantis is the one out there not backing down from Hollywood. Not backing down from, from California corporations. Um, fighting back against the New World Order and, pedof- and pedof- uh, the, the pedophile world. He's the one doing that. DeSantis is the, is the leader that we need. DeSantis needs to run for president in 2024. Or at least be the vice president to Trump. Bare minimum. But let's um let's play these two clips of DeSantis, one on Hollywood, and then the next one will be on Disneyland. And then uh we'll, once that's done, we are going to get into some COVID updates. Someone told me that there's even people in Hollywood that are that are opposed, um, you know, to, to to providing protections for parents and enforcing parents' rights. You know, the one thing I'll say about that is, if the people who held up degenerates like Harvey Weinstein up as exemplars and as heroes and as all that, if those are the types of people that are opposing us on parents' rights, I wear that like a badge of honor. For Disney to come out and put a statement 
and say that the bill should have never passed and that they are going to actively work to repeal it. I think one was fundamentally dishonest, but two, I think that crossed the line. This state is governed by the interests of the people of the state of Florida. It is not based on the demands of California corporate executives. They do not run this state. They do not control this state. Okay, welcome to uh, segment two here. Uh, This is going to be on the COVID updates. Now, I know a lot of people think COVID's over, uh, but as I explained in the last episode, there's, it's not over. There's still mandates. Hell, even my fiance, when she was uh, looking for work, uh, she had an interview and then had to cancel it. The interview um, declined the job offer, basically, because, you know, she's not vaccinated. And they asked her, hey, well, we do require for your position to not only be vaccinated, but boosted as well, including the upcoming second booster. So there's still the madness going around with COVID. Uh, You know, I know in L.A. they still have the indoor mask mandates. Same thing with San Francisco. So this stuff is still going on, and they still have the emergency powers everywhere, and it's just they have all this other stuff going on with the Ukraine stuff going on that they want to suppress all these new deaths and freakish cancers and stuff that's, that's, that's coming out from these vaccines. Now, from the Epoch Times, FDA clears fourth shot for Pfizer and Moderna. So it's this the second booster shot. It's like it's for anybody who's like 50, 50 years old and older. Which, if you, I would say probably a month or two from now, it'll be all adults over the ages of eighteen, probably teenagers and up, could take the booster, the second booster, right? Um. Now, is that going to be mandated? I don't know, but. I think this is just trying to get as many people as possible to take a second booster shot, which why do you need a second? If think about it, why do you need a second booster shot? Even if you believed in COVID that there, that is dangerous. Even if you, you, if you have your vaccine, if you have your booster shot. Why would you get a second booster or a fourth shot? There's no reason to. You're just injecting more poison, injecting more poison into your body. Again, from the Epoch Times, a hundred percent vaccinated uh, Princess cruise ship hit with COVID outbreak. So the cruise ships. All of them, pretty much. Uh, one of the, I guess I call it a princess cruise ship. Uh, all these people not only had to be vaccinated, but also boosted. And all of them hit a, hit a COVID outbreak. Just more evidence that the vaccines don't work. 
that the vaccines cause COVID. Uh, from the Epoch Times, heart issues detected months after COVID vaccines, study finds. Huh. See, you're going to start hearing a lot more of that come out. Oh, heart issues. And I know they have, like, uh, the time, I think, put out an article saying uh, if you're, like, 50 and older, um, that if you if you get hot during your sleep, that that can cause strokes. Just, oh, normalizing, oh, hey, it's normal for kids to have heart attacks now. Like, they're just trying to normalize people having heart attacks, healthy people having heart attacks, or just regular fucking people having a heart attack in, in the middle of their sleep because that's what these vaccines are doing. They're causing massive amounts of heart attacks. So they have to come up with these crazy fucking reasonings to suppress the real reason that the vaccines are killing people. Uh, from Epoch Times, the People's Convoy shifts gears to California to protest the vaccine laws uh, that Gavin Newsom's trying to push out. Now, with that, basically, the People's Convoy is like the trucker convoy in Canada, but the People's Convoy started in California and moved all the way to Washington, D.C. I personally don't think that I haven't even seen I haven't even seen too much about the People's Convoy. I don't think it's nearly as popular as the trucker convoy. And I think that's because one, um, they don't, it, it just happens to be in DC and they don't want another January 6th false flag to happen for, you know, they don't want the, the U S government to stage another um, false flag terrorist attack. So, they're going back to California to fight the multiple bills that's uh, being signed, being attempted to be signed by Gavin Newsom to basically, you can't work in California if unless you're vaccinated. So, I mean, a lot of these bills, look into it. I'm not, I read them off, I think, the last episode. Uh, look into it. Because if you live in California, and you're unvaccinated, and these bills go through, you, you're you fucked. You're truly fucked. Again, if you have the means to, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. From, again, from Epoch Times, protection from second booster quickly, rank, quickly wanes. This is a, a study from Israel. Uh, Israel is uses 100%. They use only Pfizer. So they're like ahead of the United States right now as far as pushing out vaccines. So they've already pushed out their second booster, I think it was like three three months ago. And they're already finding out what we're going to find out in about three or four months that the second booster wanes uh, just like the first booster uh, and just like the uh, first vaccine. Right? I don't know why it still surprises people that these vaccines don't work. Uh, Reuters, a cost of going unvaxxed in America or mounting for workers and companies. So just more bullshit propaganda, more bullshit lies. And then you had Joe Biden today 
getting his second booster shot on live TV. We all know that's not a booster shot. We all know that's a placebo. Um, but hey, you know, you you, you got to continue on with the circus. From Epoch Times, China announces biggest lockdown. Uh, 26 million, locking down 26 million people in Shanghai. Uh, they have a new half and half approach uh, where they have locked down like half a city for like a week. And then the other half of the city, they locked down, you know, they like, it's like they rotate the lockdown. Um, I mean, I don't know what type of approach that is, but basically like like again just like australia they still have outdoor man outside uh mass mandates um they have australia still has covid covid camps china again you know locking people down again for another covid outbreak uh it's just control 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 and that's what you're seeing in california with these new bills Trying to be that Gavin Newsom was trying to put into law, control, 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 control. You give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Uh, finally, uh, the last piece of information on COVID here: Epoch Times. Fauci says Americans should be prepared for the possibility of new COVID restrictions. See. You're not going to see it during the during the spring. You're not going to see it during the summer. Uh, you might hear whispers of it uh, sometime during the summer, mid, late summer. Um, again, I wouldn't be surprised if in the fall when COVID hits and you got all the flu season and shit, or, you know, if they do another lockdown, more COVID, more mass restrictions, um, or you have – uh, some kind of new crazy variant or what is actually hitting in Europe are these new types of viruses that no one's had in fucking like a hundred years. And now they're popping up out of nowhere again. It's because these vaccines are causing it. And so now it's like, Oh, they won't blame the vaccinated. They'll bring, they'll blame. Oh, see all these new variants and these new, Weird new cancers and shit are popping up, so we're gonna have to lock down because the unvaccinated never got vaccinated. Uh, that's the COVID news. Uh, we still have the agenda 2030. We'll keep that for last. We're gonna come back. Uh, um, this is the end of segment two. In segment three, we're gonna blow through the Russia conflict real quick. All right, welcome to segment three here. We're going to talk a little bit about the Russian conflict. Um, some of the gaslighting and, and bullshit that's going around with that. Uh, where to begin? I think before I, before I talk about the Great Reset versus the oil nations and the new uh, the fight for the new currency, um, let's go through just a couple of articles here. This one's from The Guardian. Uh, it's... Key to white survival. How Putin has morphed into a far-right savior. Uh, the Russian president's strongman image and disdain for liberals has turned him into a hero for the white nationalists. Oh, you see? So if you're if you're a far-right, which basically anybody who's not a Democrat, 
you're far right. Uh, again, you, you're a white nationalist, you're a domestic terrorist, and you're a Putin lover. Um, talks about that the backlash showed how the war in Ukraine has exposed the American far right's affinity with Putin. That affinity is complicated by the tortured relationship between Russia and former President Donald Trump, whose rise Moscow supported with a covert operation to undermine U.S. democracy. Um, again, the fact that there's, it's amazing, really. Like they, these people know it's a lie. They know it's been a lie for five years. Even it's even come out. It's known as a fact that Donald Trump, that, that Russia didn't try and steal or collude with Donald Trump to steal the election in 2016. In fact, it was the exact opposite. Hillary Clinton uh, worked with Ukraine to try and dig up some stuff on Trump and to try and steal the 2016 election. It was the opposite. Uh, but, you know, again, majority of the people who read this bullshit, they look at it and they're like, oh, just like when they, when they, oh, that's been fact-checked by the fact-checkers. And they just, they believe that. Truly, they believe that. They don't know that all the fact-checkers have been bought off by the Democrats and by these woke corp- corporations like Google and Facebook. Um, there's another one. Here we go. Uh, I'll read you another part of the article. I don't believe anyone should be canceled, said Taylor Green, uh, told the attendees of the White Nationalist Conference. So it's not a Republican or conservative conference. It's a, like, they're just blatantly lying. Blatantly trying to brainwash people and, and saying attendees of the White Nationalist Conference. It's just truly amazing. But then there's even a part of me that's like, hey, why wouldn't you keep doing that? Clearly it's working. Right? I mean, we haven't gotten to the 2024 election yet, so who knows? But clearly right now it's working with a lot of people. So if it keeps on working, keep doing it. Again, from The Guardian, uh, they have an article about transgenders. I will not be held prisoner. The trans woman turned back at the Ukrainian border because Ukraine, uh, Zelensky said basically anybody who's over, who's a man, who's over the 16 or older, you're staying in Ukraine to fight. You're not leaving. So my thing is, where's all the liberals? Where's all the wokeness? Where's Disneyland? Where, where are all these other fucks? Right? You guys are still going to donate and support Ukraine? Clearly they're not for transgenderism. See, I mean, see how fucking uh, 
they'll just blatantly ignore it because that it doesn't fit their narrative. Uh, the Epoch Times, the United Arab Emirates maintains alliance with Russia and OPEC despite Western pressure. Uh, because the United Arab Emirates knows um, who's truly in power, and it's not the United States. So they don't, they know China, they see China making an alliance with Russia. And they're like, yeah, we're going to go on the side that's not going to fucking lose. Now, again, from the uh, another article from the Tribune, India is set to bypass the U.S. dollar for trade with Russia. So that's not good. Because now you've got India, you've got China, you've got Saudi Arabia, um, United Arab Emirates, uh, Everyone's siding with Russia. And the countries that are part of the Great Reset, Europe, Canada, Australia, United States, we're all siding with Ukraine and and we're like anti-oil, which is retarded because you need oil to produce all the windmills and all the, the electric cars. Um... But speaking of the Great Reset, it's you have to understand this is a this is a fight for uh, we're going to get into the agenda twenty thirty to to finish out the episode. But this is a fight between the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab, and the World Economic Forum, and versus the oil nations. Or I would say it's the new Axis powers. Basically, the Great Reset versus the Axis powers. And the Great Reset, you have the U.S., Europe, Canada, and Australia. Uh, and the other countries who are, don't want to be part of the Great Reset or they want to con- build their own currency or, 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 or push up a new type of currency like Russia's rubles and uh, China's one, um, you know, they're all about, Hey, we got a shitload of oil. Let, let, let's basically let oil be the new currency. And there you have China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, India, and Iran, uh, Mexico, Venezuela, Argentina, like just to name a few, but those are the big players, China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, India, and Iran. And, just, just to kind of give you, because they all have billions of barrels of oil in their reserves. Okay, for instance, Argentina has two point three billion barrels of oil reserves. Mexico has ten billion. Brazil has sixteen point three billion. Russia has eighty billion. China has 25 billion. Saudi Arabia has 266 billion uh, barrels of oil reserves. India, 30 billion. Iran, 157 billion. The, most of those countries on there, they don't like the United States. And these are all countries that are looking to band together 
this is a fight that I think the United States will lose. Uh, I mean, out of their way, I think majority of Americans, the average American, is going to be fucked out of their way. Because here's the thing. Either one, the Great Reset will win, and the entire world will go into a digital currency in which um, you won't really have your own money. You'll just have vouchers, um, you know, that you can only spend on certain things. Like if you go to like a Dave and Buster's or some shit and, and, and you know, you get, you spend your coins on money or on games and you get like certain tickets. That's kind of what it is. And you can only spend those tickets on certain things. That's, that's what it's going to be like. You know, like if you have a digital currency, let's say you get $500 for a paycheck. Okay. I'm just, just saying 500, um, $500 for a paycheck from your work. That's not five. That 500 really isn't yours. It's the government's and they control it. So if you said anything that they don't like at your job, uh, you were late or you said anything against the government on social media, whatever it is, they can just take your fucking, your digital coins. Oh, you get 400 because we didn't like what you said. Or we don't like what you posted. Um, we don't feel like you did enough charity work this week. Um, oh, what's that? You can't buy that hamburger if you go to the grocery store. You can't buy that case of beer and that burger that you want to have a good time on the weekend. Pfft. No. You already bought that last weekend. So you get one a weekend. You need to go buy salad and it'll just be declined. Just like a coupon that does that's expired that doesn't work. You'll be forced to eat a fucking Beyond Burger or buy some insects, which we'll get into that in the next segment. That's what's so that's what will happen if the Grace Great Reset wins. Now, if the other side wins, the Axis powers who are trying to who are controlling all the oil, or at least attempting to, and they're doing well, I mean, it looks like it, they're doing a very good job of it so far. Um, if they win then they might still devise their own digital currency or it doesn't have to be digital. It could be their own currency in which then the dollar devalues completely. And the United States goes into a great depression that makes the uh, depression before world war two look like a party. So either way, the average American is fucked. Um, Let's get into the last segment. Segment four, I believe. Yes, segment four, uh, where that is going to be the agenda 2030, and we got a lot to cover on that. How are they going to get away with taking over the world's economy and then crashing it? to consolidate power and control, destroy any middle classes, get rid of the Renaissance, and starve and kill at least 7 million people. Listen to me very carefully. Like, how the hell is the UN and the Biological Diversity Assessment System and the World Bank and the IMF and the International Bank of Settlements and the Club of Rome and the Davos Group and the CFR 
for the Trilateral Commission, and all of them have the official policy of carrying out global government for depopulation. How are they going to build a global system and then implement its policies that cause the collapse and then not go to prison or not get in trouble by the nation states and the populations when they figure out they're the ones that have done all this? They create a cascade of crises that they manage and they control. And right as you figure out they're behind the last crises, they've already launched the next crises and so on and so on. So we're, as we're headed into the last segment of the episode, uh, you just heard a minute sound clip from Alex Jones himself talk about basically what we're talking about, going to be talking about right now, the 2030 agenda, the new world order, and how they plan on getting away with it. And that last bit was him talking about uh, a never-ending set of crisis, crises that once you're just like with COVID, once you're figuring out like, oh my God, all this stuff with COVID, you're figuring out COVID, you're figuring out, uh, you know, COVID was never really that dangerous. Uh, mass mandates, uh, masks don't work. Um, then they hit you with vaccines, and then oh my God, vaccines. Then once you're trying to, then once you figure out that 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 vaccines don't work and that vaccines are killing people, oh my God, it's it's it's, it's what's the new one? It's it's the Russia conflict. It's 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 oil, gas prices are high, food shortages, uh, Great Depression. It's just on. And on and on and on to the point where you just get so tired of it that you just, you crack and you fall to your knees and then you just beg the government to take care of you. You just say, just please let it stop. Please let it stop. We'll do anything you want. Digital currency, universal uh income, whatever you want, I'll drive a fucking electric car, or I won't, and I'll take the fucking buses, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, that's what's going to happen. Now, how do I start this off? You know, I think we should start off with some, with some fucking Joe Biden. You realize that you've been listening to Joe Biden. Every once in a while, he'll get off script, and because he's senile, he doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. Really, he'll just blurt out. He'll actually blurt out the truth or what the future plan is. So, like in about a week and a half, almost, um, Joe Biden has let quote slip out. Um, the new world order, a plan for a new world order and that the United States needs to take control of it and, and be, and be the leader of the new world order. As I said before, before we started the segment, the great reset versus the old nations. That's what I'm talking about. It's a new world order. It's the United States needs to take control of that. They, they, they don't want China to take control of the new world order. Uh, he talked about troops being uh, in Ukraine, American troops, uh, overthrowing Putin, especially the assassination of Putin, and installing um, somebody else that America that America c c can't control. Uh, oil shortage, uh, part of the climate change plan, 
And the latest one, uh, future food shortages. Um, now, where is that Instagram post? So he also had, during one of his speeches, he was holding up a, like a cue card, you know, to kind of like uh, help him out with his speeches, I guess. Um, here it is. And he was holding it in a way to where somebody could like take a picture or whatever and zoom basically zoomed in on the note card. And the note card, literally, I'm not joking, it says tough Putin QA talking points. Uh, number one, if you weren't advocating for regime change, what do you mean? Can you clarify? And then it has another point on the bottom. I was expressing the morale outrage I felt toward the actions of this man. I was not articulating a change in policy. Uh, Macron said he would have used these something in UK government suggested it was the problem. Is this now threatening to splinter unity with your NATO allies? No. NATO has never been more united. So basically it's they're not even talking points. It's questions that Biden calls on specific reporters and they say, Hey, you're, you ask this question. And then Biden knows these specific questions are coming and they're on a cue card. And then he has, once the question's asked, he looks down and he reads the answer provided for him on the card. Like this guy's not in charge. New World Order is in charge. Now, in other news with, with China, China pulls uh, Keanu Reeves movies. Uh, the guy who does uh, the, the Matrix, uh, all the John Wick movies. Yeah, China pulled his stuff off because he did a he uh, a pro Tibet event. So obviously, as you know, if you didn't know, uh, China hates the Tibetan people. They've done mass genocides on them. Uh, that's the dude with the great Dalai Lama, you know. So Keanu Reeves had like met with him, did like, some kind of pro-Tibet event. And China was like, oh, okay, well, on their search results, like on their Google, basically because they completely 100% control the social media, um, they've deleted Keanu Reeves off of the search engine. Search engine. So if you type in Keanu Reeves, literally nothing pops up. That's what they want here. China is, when you look at what China's doing, when you look at kind of like what even what Australia's doing, um, these countries like, like Australia, China, Canada, um, they, Australia and Canada want to be like China. They're close to it, but they're just not there. China is really the, the leader of where the United States wants to be. They complete control over its people. The ability to lock down 26 million people in a fucking city. 
and the people not do anything about it. Uh, from NPR, this is just kind of, I wouldn't say it's from other news, but, uh, Mackenzie Scott, uh, she was Jeff Bezos, ex-wife, the one who got, um, uh, 4% stake from Amazon. So shit, billions, 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 billions of dollars, uh, that Jeff Bezos doesn't miss because he's that goddamn rich. Um, she donated $275 million, the most anybody has ever donated to Planned Parenthood. To, quote, uh, help African, help minorities, mainly African Americans, because they hate black people, um, get abortions. Literally, she said that. To... Donate this money to help black people get more abortions. Again, they, if you were to talk depopulation, if you were to talk about an agenda, yeah, they hate poor people, they hate the average person, they, they see them as useless eaters, but they really fucking hate black people. They really fucking hate black people. Enough to donate two hundred and seventy-five fucking million dollars to uh, Planned Parenthood, a, an organization that was founded by Margaret Sanger, a white racist woman, who said Negroes are like weeds, then they need to be exterminated. I wonder if I should play the Gavin Newsom clip now. Yeah, I'm going to play it now. So, there was a Gavin Newsom. uh, I was on his Instagram, and uh, he had about a 50-second clip of him talking about... uh, Basically, something that Biden's pushing federally, uh, Newsom's already pushed it. It's happening in California. Um, if you're single, um, you know, if you got a family, if you got kids, if you make a certain amount, uh, it depends on the amount you get. Uh, but Newsom's pushing out um, stimulus checks for gas. Stimulus checks. For gas. And here's the thing. In the video, you'll hear him talk about for like the next three months, you'll have uh, the ability to, um, uh, you know, if you, if, you, if you can't use the stimulus checks or whatever it is, that you'll be provided with free transportation. Buses, trolleys, that type of thing. Free transportation. Now, where have I heard that before? Oh. It's the 2030 agenda, which California loves, and they're all for and they're all for it. Um, the 2030 agenda is basically like, you know, all electric cars, only the rich and wealthy are going to be able to drive, and everybody else is going to be 
uh, fucked and a useless eater and you're not going to be able to drive and you can't eat meat and, and you eat insects and you'll own nothing, you'll be happy. Um, well, California, I think by, I could have my year wrong, by 2025 or 2026, I believe, um, California, um, all the cars that you have um, will have a chip in that, will have a chip in them. And that chip by 2030 um, will be a mileage tax of four cents a mile. Now, if you add that up, you know what? I'm going to add it up right now. Right here. So, four cents a mile. So, I drive about an average, let's see, uh, 30 miles. Let's just, let's just dumb it down. 25 so 50 miles a day to and from work so 50 miles a day i'd say five times a week uh let's just say my days off because the gym's just down the street um let's just say on um let's round it down and this is rounding it down this isn't including hey driving anywhere on your day off doing errands the gym going out to eat whatever the fuck it is this is just for most people, you know, if you drive 25 miles away from work, you got to drive 25 miles back uh, per week. That's 250 miles per week that you're driving. Now times that by four, so you're getting about a thousand miles a month that you're driving. Now times that by four cents. You would owe roughly $400 a month. $400 a month because it's $0.04 cents per, per mile. So if you drive roughly 1,000 miles a month, you're, you would owe by 2030 in California $400 a month. Do you think that majority of the people who, who, who uh, sound, like a, sound like a fucking owl just then, do you think that the majority of the people who live in California can afford 400 extra dollars? No. But see, that's done on purpose. See? Because they want you, the useless eater, the average person, to not drive. They don't want you to drive. Just like they don't want you to have cash. Because what does cash represent? Cash represents freedom. You can go pay for things, and the government doesn't know what the fuck you're spending your cash on. The government doesn't know. The, the, doesn't know. The government doesn't want you to uh, drive to just be able to get into your car and drive anywhere, any fucking time you want. They don't want that. They want more control. They want to know wherever the fuck you are at at all times, twenty-four fucking seven. 365 days a year. If you're a useless eater, if you're not rich, or you're not part of the elites, if you're not wealthy, you're not fucking driving on the highway. They wanted to be like COVID. Where majority of the people weren't on the highways. No traffic, no nothing. That's what they want. And, this, and the mileage tax in, in California will fix that. So, um... Let's play the Newsome on gas checks, and then we'll get into some Bill Gates stuff. 
So today we're announcing a $9 billion tax refund to tens of millions of Californians. $400 for each registered vehicle that an individual owns, up to two vehicles. That direct relief will address the issue that we all are struggling to address, and that's the issue of gas prices, not only here in our state, but of course all across this country. This direct relief is on top of the 10 plus billion dollars that we have distributed over the last year with the Golden State Stimulus. So all told, close to $20 billion of direct tax relief here in the state of California. And by the way, we're building on this direct tax relief by also providing the opportunity for transit agencies to provide upwards of three months of free public transit and also accelerating efforts to increase investments in pedestrian and bicycle safety. So there you go. So there you have it. Uh, if you're in California, you're getting a, uh, you know, if you're in California, you're getting fucking gas stimulus checks. You're, 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 you're getting, uh, if you're, especially in West Hollywood, you're getting thousand dollar checks. If you're fucking gay. Um, yeah. You know, living off of everybody else's taxes is, 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 is fucking great. Um, Moving on with to Bill Gates, continuing on with his 2030 agenda, that's very real. From Forbes, a new article that came out, Bill Gates wants rich countries, mostly the Western world, uh, to move towards... And when Bill Gates says rich countries, he's talking about the Great Reset Allies that I was talking about earlier. United States, Canada, Australia, most of the, of the European countries. Okay, that's what he's talking about. Bill Gates wants the rich countries to move towards 100% synthetic meat. Again, you'll own nothing, you'll be happy. You, uh, they even say on 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 the uh, on the website that that you'll have that meat will be a rarity. That you'll only eat meat on your birthday or for special occasions. That you'll eat mostly salad, uh, fake synthetic meat, um, and, and 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 insects and bugs. That's what you'll eat. Why do you think that they're pushing vaccines to be injected into plants, into salads? Because that's what they're planning. They're not injecting it into meat. Because their plan is for you to not eat real meat. They're saving that for the elites. The average person will eat synthetic meat. So they're not going to inject the vaccines into real meat. No, they're going to inject it into salads and, and, and vegetables and shit like that. Um, and into synthetic meat because that's what they plan on you eating on an everyday basis, 10 to 15 years from now, maybe even sooner. Who knows? Um, for this from the Euro, the Euro weekly Bill Gates claims that, and this is a new article from this, uh, I think it was a day or two ago. Yeah. Bill game, Bill Gates claims that the electronic tattoo will become reality. So basically in the article, he talks about an electronic tattoo that is a barcode that you will have on either on your wrist, 
your arm, your forehead, whatever, whatever it is, you're going to have it on your body. Um, that's going to become reality. And that will have all your medical, all your information on it. You won't have a need for a wallet anymore because you'll just have a barcode that will be scanned and all your information will be, will be part, will be popped up on it. And if they don't like what you're doing, your barcode will just be turned off. That is the future if the Great Reset and the Allies win. Or they could lose and we could all be speaking Chinese. I don't know what's worse. Now, from the New York Times, this is where they talk about, this is where we get into the insects, see? Um, because you don't see elites eating insects. But what, what you do see is on, like, the Today Show, um, cooking shows, uh, late night television, whatever it is, uh, they're starting to push more of eating bugs as, like, a delicacy and how to cook them and how it's not as disgusting as it seems and that we should really start eating more bugs because they're trying to get used to the idea of eating bugs, right? They're trying to install it into your brain right now so that when it happens, you're already used to this thought process of eating bugs, that it's normal to eat insects and bugs. Uh, New York Times, edible insects. Why are we eating more bugs? Um, what, another article, what are the, what are the most important pros and cons of eating insects? Uh, the time, which is funny because the article, the title is called time. I'm not joking. Time 2030. Uh, how humans eating insects could help save the planet. Uh, Epoch times rising cost of, uh, Ammunition hits firearms owners in the wallet. So it's not it's not a coincidence also that ammunition is going up, right? Uh, you want to make it harder for not just people to buy guns, but also, okay, well, people are still buying guns. That's going up. Okay, well, we'll just make it a lot harder for people to buy ammunition, more expensive for people to buy ammunition. That way, if any fight, if any civil war breaks out, if anybody... Uh, militia decides to uh, um, basically anybody decides to defend themselves against the, the uh, tyrannical government, um, their ammunition will be limited. It's just starting it early. Um, the last article that we're going to get to today is Bill Gates buying up uh, farmland. So I know a lot of you already heard this article before. I think it came out last year of uh, Bill Gates buying up a lot of farmland. Now, why would Bill Gates do that? Well, one, because it's obviously he wants to control the farm, the farmland. Uh, so that's the future. He knows that's the future. Just like he knew he got out of the computer business and got into the vaccine business. Um, well, now the vaccines aren't doing, you know, he's done with that. Now he's moving on to something else, farmland. 
uh, which, you know, Biden said earlier that the food shortages are coming. So, and he already says Bill Gates wants to move to synthetic meat where we'll all eat insects. Um, and, 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 and uh, he can inject vaccines into your salads. But also, it's an attack on, again, on families. It's attack. It's an attack on small businesses because 96% of farms are family farms, family-owned. Uh, 89% of those make less than 350000 a year. So basically, it's, like, it's a small business. It's a small business. A lot of these farms are small businesses, uh, family-owned. So that's why Bill Gates wants to buy them up. It's like a big corporation that comes in. It's like it's like a like Bill Gates is like a big Walmart that comes into a small town and basically uh, wipes out all the small mom, mom and pop stores and then just controls the whole town. That's basically what Bill Gates is doing to farmlands. It's all about control. Now you ask, well. Mark, it's is the end of the episode here, uh, and how do you, I mean? What do we do? What do we do? You know, how do we fight back against it? Well, there's a couple things that we can do. Uh, one is to either take this this podcast, um, RBFTT Rangers Battlefield for the Truth, on Spotify and 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 on Anchor. And you can spread it, spread the information. You can go to InfoWars, spread the information. You can go to the Blaze TV uh, with Glenn Beck, spread his information. Uh, Tucker Carlson, it's probably the only good thing on Fox, spread his information. Um, you know, a lot of Joe Rogan's uh, Spotify episodes, spread his information. Uh, on and on and on and on and on and on and on. It's all about spreading the information so that more people know, so that more people are awakened, like I was two years ago, um, so then more people are awakened and are able to, you know, one person knows about it, then 10 people, then 50, then 100, and 1,000, we're pretty sure a lot more people know about it and are able to, um, you know, fight back against it, um, or at least and if we can't fight back against it with words and with information, the information war, then the next thing you got to do, I would start doing it now, is preparing, right? Prepare the best you can. I'm not saying, I mean, if you have the ability to, great. But, I mean, I, I mean, if you don't have the ability to, uh, listen, I mean, not everybody's going to have a fucking uh, uh, a bunker underground, where it has filtered air and water and food for fucking five years. Okay. And a war chest. It's, not everybody's going to have that. Um, but what you could do is just get simple, you know, like I've got like five, it's like 10 gallon jugs of water that are filled up with clean water that if there's ever a water shortage or whatever, um, I know I've got like, at least a decent amount of water that will last me not to shower with or anything, but drinking water that at least allow me 
a week to two weeks. Same thing with food. Get yourself something that'll last you for like two weeks, just until you can develop a plan. Um, get yourself a bow and arrow. Uh, uh, get yourself some guns, some rifles. Go practice with it. Get the ammunition now before it gets more expensive. Um, take some classes on it while you can. Uh, get trained on this kind of, this type of stuff. Get it done now. That way you're more prepared than the average person out there. That's that's really the goal. Because at the end of the day, you know, if it happens, it happens. It's, it's going to fucking happen. So in, enjoy enjoy your life and, and, you know, enjoy what you can now. Um, hope for the best. Hope that none of this shit happens. But in the meantime, live your life and hope, you know, hope for the best. Enjoy whatever you can prepare for the worst. And, you know, as, as much as you can. And, uh, you know, when it happens, it happens because at the end of the day, you know, unless we get more, unless we vote in more people like, Marjorie Taylor Greene or, you know, maybe Carrie Lake, uh, people like DeSantis, um, the governor of Florida, it's, you know, we're, we're not going to have too much hope to, 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 to fight this off. So, you know, really, really share this information with people. Um, and again, if they, they, if they don't want that information being told to them, then cool, that's them, you know. Uh, but you got to put this information out that way, you know, at least you did your part on trying to put the information out there and, 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 and spread the awareness. Uh, but again, uh, you know, hey, uh, to end things, you can find me on Instagram. I have Twitter too, but I don't use it that much. Um, Instagram, uh, it's the RBFTT's underscore podcast. Um, actually I believe... I don't know if that's my um, Twitter one. I think the <clears throat> Instagram one is actually the complete opposite. Yes. So the Instagram one is podcast underscore RBFTT. Um, it's got a photo of it. When you look on it, it's a photo that's a white background with a mic that right next to it says RBFTT. Listen, follow that. If you listen to this regularly, follow that. And uh, I mean, I post a bunch of stuff, articles, information, but I also post updates on on uh, what's happening with with the podcast. So, um, listen, thanks. This was a long, long episode, uh, but a lot of great information in it. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more. Um, again, in 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 the near future, in the the next month, I'm really going to try and get a YouTube YouTube channel and maybe some merchandise going on. So, but yeah, hey, thanks for listening.